say kid that's crazy. This is not your kid. Always ask a parent, guardian, or someone who is in charge of you before watching, buying, listening to, or doing anything in my podcast, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. I also hope you all have a wonderful day and enjoy some of these videos and podcasts and different things that I do. And remember, don't always do stuff you see at home. You should be cautious and make sure it's the right thing for you. And make sure your parents are okay with it or your guardian. I also hope you all have a wonderful, great day, afternoon, and night. And I hope every kid out there is enjoying their free time. And have a great, wonderful day and enjoy my This podcast is for kids, so ask a parent, guardian, before watching, buying, or doing anything, or listening to a podcast. It may or may not like the podcast contenter content, so always ask permission before you do something. But I would say, I hope you all like my podcast, enjoy the things I talk about. On the one podcast, I talk about animals and mythical creatures. On the other, I talk about like Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dumbo, Disney, Easter eggs, stuff like that. So I do have like two, I do two characters that have podcasts. One's like a mermaid hybrid. She's like a fairy mermaid creature. And the other's like a person who likes boy and girl things and talks about them like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, um, Dragon Ball Z if you want. So check it out. Enjoy. So we have here a stars and planets. This was from 2012 so if I get anything wrong I am sorry. What is the universe? The universe is everything that exists, space, time, energy, and matter. From the largest galaxy cluster to the smallest particles, it has been expanded since it formed, and it is likely that parts of it will never be seen from Earth. Size and structure, the size of the universe is unknown. It may be infinity, although the parts we can observe is infinity in size, the visible matter of the universe is clumped into strings of galaxy clusters separated by enormous empty spaces called voids at a scale of hundreds of millions of light years. A light year is 5,878 billion miles or 9,460 billion km. Galaxy clusters are composed of many separate galaxies, each containing billions of stars. Smaller, colder bodies such as planets and comets, vast mounts of gas and dust, and same extreme conditions of matter called black holes. Galaxy supercluster. Galaxy group together into clusters and cluster group into Superclusters. That's a lot of information in a tiny amount of time.
the otter cloud. Okay, this is a vast special region in the outer reaches of the solar system that contains more than one trillion frozen comets. The Milky Way, the sun is only one of between 200 and 400 billion stars in the Milky Way galaxy. The solar system Our solar system consists of a number of planets that all orbit the sun. Planet Earth. Earth is one of four rocky planets in our local planetary system. The scale of the universe. Although the universe is unknowingly vast, one way to get an idea of its scale is to use a series of stepping stones from a planet to the solar system, the Milky Way galaxy, and far beyond. Flagments and voids, galaxies, subparticles from a network of fragments and voids. These structures are thought to have their origins in the very first moment of the universe. Origins of the universe, light and other re regeneration from distant galaxies indicate that these galaxies are moving away from us. In the 1920s, it was discovered that the farther away a galaxy is, the faster it is receding. The only logical explanation for this is that the universe must be expanding. Astronomers now believe that the universe came into existence in an exceedingly hot, compact state around 13.7 billion years ago in an event called the Big Bang. The expansion that has been occurring ever since is a general influenza of those of space, not an expansion into space. There is no reasonable uh, re edge to the universe. I am just reading this. Do not get mad at me. The observatory, observatory universe, although the universe may be infinity, the part of that astronomers can actually observe and know anything about is fine fit. This is of the observatory universe, the region from which light has had time to reach us since the Big Bang. It is a vast special region around Earth with a dimension. Demeter of over 90 billion light years, light years from galaxies near the edge of the observable universe has taken about 13.2 billion years to reach us. Constantly we see these galaxies as they were when they were very young, no more than a few hundred million years ago. It is likely that three or more distinct galaxies that we will never be able to observe because the expansion of the universe is carrying them away from us faster than the speed of light. Matter and energy. The universe is made of matter and energy which are incredibly together they make up its total mass energy in addition to ordinary matter. 
The universe contains dark matter, so-called because it does not emit light and dark any energy, whose nature is unknown. Objective in the sun. Many types of objects can be seen from Earth. The most observious are stars, the moon, and planets. But other bodies are also present. Some appear as smudges of light. Others are only visible through binoculars or telescope. Stars by the far, by far the most numerous object in the night sky. Stars are hot. Distant balls of plasma which generate energy through nuclear fusion reaction in their cores. Stars form the condensure of clumps of gas and dust and sometimes occur in pairs or clusters. They exist in a range of sizes and vast in their color, brightness, and likely lifespan. Apart from the sun and a few particular close large stars have been Imagined by the Hubble Space Telescope, stars appear as pinpricks of light, even when highly magnified. This uh, red star is large enough and close enough to the Earth to have been Im imaged by the Hubble Space Telescope as a disk. The Sun. By day, we see a single star in the sky. This is our local star. Star. The Sun. The Sun is a 4.6 billion year old medium sized yellow star. It is by far the largest object in the solar system, making up to 99.86% of the total mass. When observing the Sun, which should only be done by attempting using safety protection, what we see is a specific light matting layer within it. The Photosons, which is tens to thousands of miles thick. This bright layers has a temperature of about 10,000 Fahrenheit. Outside the photosynthesis are other layers of the sun's atmosphere, which only become visible during total solar eclipse. The Milky Way. All the stars we can observe individually in the sky are part of our local mil galaxy, the Milky Way. In the night sky are parts of our local galaxy, the Milky Way. However, the vast bulk of stars within our galaxy are not easily picked out as distant pinpoints of light. Instead, they appear on a clean night as they bore irregular Milky Way band across the sky. We see this band of light because of our galaxy's shape, a disk with a blug at its center. When looking along the plane of this disk, a high connection of stars falls along the line of sight, where far fewer stars are presented above or below the plane. The moon. When it is present and visible, Earth's natural state line, the moon, is the most permanent nighttime central object, a cold, dry, lifeless ball of rock with an 
indescribable atmosphere, the moon has a diameter about one quarter of Earth. Nevertheless, it looms large in our sky, shining by reflecting the light of the sun. As our nearest neighbor, the moon was an early target of space exploration, and it is the only world apart from Earth that people walked on. It is locked to Earth in synchronized spins mode, which means it completes one spin on its axis and the same time it makes one orbit of Earth. Constructively, the same side of the moon always faces Earth. Both the visible and far side of the moon are heavily created from the impact of astronomers and meteors. The moon from Earth. The moon can be viewed for a few hours or more on about 70% of clear nights. When the sky is clear and the moon full, our state line is observed for most of all the night. Planets. Okie dokie, artichoke. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today and the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon and with the ad coming up soon I know y'all might want to skip it but you should at least try to listen to some of it maybe it's important I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast and I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one artichokey okay dokey artichokey ad break it's now Planets. A planet is an object that uh, that orbs it orbits a star and is large enough for its own gravity to have pulled it into a spherical shape, but not so massive that nuclear fusion reaction occur in its core. In contrast to stars, it must also have swept the region of its own orbit free of small rocky objects other than its own settlement. Eight planets uh, orbit the sun, shining by reflecting sunlight. Of course, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and small rocky planets like Earth that orbit close to the sun, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune, or larger gas-sheltered planets which orbit farther away from the sun depending on the time of year. Several planets may be observable in a single night. All the planets except Neptune are visible to the naked eye. Although Uranus is only just visible, Venus is typically brighter than any star, while Jupiter and Mars look like bright stars. Planets and Moon Rings all the planets except for Venus and Mercury have natural st- 
Dowlets are called moons. The four outer gas shower planets have many moons as well as the ring systems. Ring subzones are made of derbies and each ring system is divided into several bands. The composition of the rings varies. Some are made of dust, others of rock or ice. Some moons and rings are observant using amateur equipment. For example, the four largest moon of Jupiter and Saturn's ring are bright enough to be visible through a small telescope. Uranus with its moons. The, uh, okay. Dwarf planets and asteroids. Planets that are too small to have cleared their orbit of other bodies are called dwarf planets. So far, only five have been identified. One, Caesars, can be seen with binoculars. The other can only be seen with a telescope. Most dwarf, dwarf planets are in Cupider belt in the outer solar system. Asteroids are smaller rocky bodies, usually with irregular shape. Many orbit the sun between Mars and Jupiter in a group called the main belt. Several asteroids are visible through binoculars. Pluto and its moons. This image shows the dwarf planet Pluto with its largest moon, C-H-A-R-O-N, to Char's right are two of Pluto's smallest moons, Nix and Hyphen. Asteroid is typically a regular asteroid around 36 miles long and 14 miles wide. Its heavily created source suggests that it is not a young object. Comets. Comets of ice, rock, and dust that orbit the sun are called comets. As a comet nears the sun, it starts to vaporize in the heat, releasing gas and trap dust to form a bright head or coma. Radiation and streams of particular matting from the sun, the solar wind, then pushes the gas and dust away from this coma to produce long comet tails. Bright comets are rare. Only a handful occur each century, but many fainter comets appear every year. Comets appear as fuzzy batches of light, sometimes with visible tails. If a comet is observed over several nights, it will be seen to be more be moved against the background stars. Many comets are believed to obtain in the or coal a vast spectral region throughout to center trillions of comets. Popular known as star sh shooting stars, meteors are liner tails of light radiation material produced in Earth's upper atmosphere by the impact of small dusty fragments of comets or asteroids. About one million visible meteors are produced in Earth's skies each day. Meter showers with frequent meters all from the same point in the sky occur particular dates in the year. They result from Earth crossing a system of 
orbs in space that has accumulated in the orb of a comet. Meteor shadows are best viewed with the naked eye and as dark a sight as possible from a recalling chair. Star clusters. Many stars in the Milky Way are grouped into clusters, of which three or two types gullible and open. A gullible cluster is a density pack ball of anything from 10,000 to several million extremely old stars. Open clusters such as the PLEIADS hides in jeweled box clusters as well as global clusters such as Osman clusters 47, M13, and M15. Jeweled box cluster lying in the southern construction of Croc. The jeweled box is an open cluster demented by hot blue stars with one cooler red segment. Global cluster M15 at the limit of naked eye visibly. M15 lies in the on section of Pegasus and is one of the dense global clusters in the Milky Way. Logan Nu ball, the highly luminous ovally shaped emission is one of the largest in the sky. Okay, N-E-B-U-L-A-E. -E. Most of Milky Way's galaxy is filled with an extremely thin gas consistently mainly of hydrogen and helium mixed with a little dust. It permits the space between the stars, so it is known as the installer medium. Denser clumps of gas and dust into space is known as N-E-B-U-L-A-E. -E. Many nubula are visible to us as light or dark smudges in the sky. They fall into a number of different types Admission nubula are clouds of gas that produces a bright glow as they absorb radiant energy from a nearby star or cluster of stars and then radiant the energy is light in contrast dark nubula is visible only as smudges that block out starlight. Two other types are reflected clouds of dust that reflect the light from nearby stars and planetaries which are heated holes of material shed by dying low mass stars. Whew. Supernova stars that undergo catalysomic exposure produces temporary bright objects in the sky called supernova. These are rare, so rare that no supernova has been observed for a century in the Milky Way since 1604. Although a bright supernova occurred in the large megalithic cloud, a compassion galaxy to the Milky Way in 1987, known as Supernova 1987A, it was caused by the explosion of a blue 
super giant star and was visible to the naked eye for two months. The expanding cloud of material after a supernova is called a supernova remagnet. This can remain as a faint, gradually expanding feature in the sky for centuries. Supernova 1987A. This Hubble Space Telescope image was shown the fragment of supernova in the large metallic cloud 10 years after original explosion. Galaxies. Until about a century ago, the Milky Way was thought to compose the whole universe. Today, we know that just the observable part of the universe contains more than a hundred billion galaxies. These vary from dwarf galaxies a few hundred light years across and contain a few billion and few million stars to giant spanning several hundred thousand light years with several trillion stars a number of galaxies are large and close enough to be viewed with amateur equipment one the a-N-D-R-O-E-M-E-T-A galaxies visible to the naked eye Okay, let's continue. Ah, uh -huh. galaxies. Until about a century. Oh, we just did that. Oh, is the visible to the naked eye? Galaxies are bound by gravity to form clusters, which can contain from twenty to several thousand galaxies. Chains of a dozen or so galaxy clusters are loosely linked to make up of clusters, which can be up to a hundred million light years across. Clusters and superclusters can only be observed throughout powerful telescopes. This the central sphere C celestial sphere when recording and tracking the position of objects in the sky, it is useful to think of the sky as an imagery hollow sphere around the earth, which all objects are entered, either attached to or move across. This imagery globe is known as the celestial sphere. Surface features. The celestial sphere has surface features related to the real sphere of the earth. These include the north and south central poles, while lie directly above Earth's north and south poles. The central sphere also has a, a central equator, which sights above Earth's equator. Very distant objects such as stars and galaxies have more or less fixed positions on the celestial sphere. Although these positions do change extremely slowly over time as a result of presentation, solar system objects such as the sun and planets continually shift in their position, in most cases staying on or close to a circular path on the sphere surface called the ECLIPTIC. Celestial 
coordinates. Coordinates called delocation and right are used to identify position on the celestial sphere. DC is measured in degrees and arch minutes north or south of the celestial sphere are in degrees and arc your minutes east of celestial media a curve light that passes through both celestial poles and the venereal equated point. <sighs> okay, let's get pumped up, pumped up, pumped up. Let's get pumped up. As Earth's orb orbits the sun, the sun seems to move against the stars, washing out lights from successive parts of the sky. At the time, the part of the celestial sphere on the opposite side of Earth from the sun, the part visible at night continuously changes the visibility area of the sky changes significantly over the year except for observed at or close to Earth's poles. June and December skies, a nighttime observer on Earth's equator sees one half of the celestial sphere in June and the other opposed half in December. Precision. Earth excited a slow wobble called precision, which alerts the direction of its span axis over a 25-8,000-year-old cycle. As a result, the position of the celestial pole, celestial equator, and equator points gradually swiss, even the coordinates or fixed objects such as stars changes very slowly. Celestials and astrometers. Since ancient times, people have imagined shapes among the stars in the night and have linked stars to form oh constellations and smaller groups called astrism. These figures are named after the shapes they thought to resemble. Usually animals, mythologically figures or objects. Constellations. Over thousands of years, many different grouping of stars have been suggested as constellations. A definitive list has been established guarding, starting with the ancient Astrophere Pilomi in the 2nd century since 1922. An international arranged system has divided the celestial sphere in 88 areas called standard constellations. Therefore, to an astronomer, the term constellation now denotes a part of the sky containing a figure rather than the figure itself. Alice Constellation, the illustrated from a Alice, published on London in 1729, shows representation of several constellations visible from the northern hemisphere. Yusa Major. This chart shows at the center of Yusa Major, including this constellation figure. Oh, astronomer, astronomers. Small, descentive group of stars within 
constellations are called A-S-T-E-R-I-S-M. One of the best known is the Big Dipper. It is the constellation of Usur Major. Other examples are the Sickler Astronomer and the Custer Leo and three bright stars that make up Orion's belt. The star is an astro and are usually not particularly close to Earth in three-dimensional space. Despite their seemingly approximately when viewed from Earth, however, there are exceptions. Five of the stars in the Big Dipper really are quite close to one another and travel through space at a similar speed and in the same direction. Leo and the Stickler. Six stars in the constellation of Leo make up the Stickler. Shown uh, the astronomer looks like a back to front or mirror image question mark. Light of s line of sight. An astronomer such as the Big Dipper is a two-dimensional view of what may be a worldly scattered sample of stars. Although the stars seem to align in the same plane, they are at different distances from Earth. Stars that are closer to each other in the sky often have different proper motions, long-term movements in particular, relative to Earth. As a result, the shape of constellations and astromir can change guardly over time periods measured in thousands of years. Big Dipper in 2000 BCE, Big Dipper in 2000 CE, Big Dipper in 10000 CE. A little different, but not completely. Seasons and the Zodiac. The tilt in Earth's span axis combined with its orbit around the sun causes seasons. As the seasons pass, the sun itself traces a path across the celestial sphere, known as the eclipse. As it does so, it moves through a band of skies called the Zodiac. The seasons. Pump up, pump up. Let's keep ourselves awake, wake, wake. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Woo, woo, woo. Okay, let's go. The season as Earth's orbit and the sun is maintained a 25.5 tilt constructed at different times in the Earth. Two hemispheres are either tilted toward or away from the sun. This produces the seasons because the hemisphere tilted toward the sun, receives a higher incidence of solar radiation and becomes warm. Each year, the northern hemisphere reaches its maximum till the sun direction of June 20 or 21st, summer solstice in the northern hemisphere and winter solstice in the southern hemisphere. A few weeks, two months around this date, the northern pole region is sunlit all day, while the south pole is in darkness. On December 21st or 22nd, this situation is reversed. Midway between the solstice or the axis when Earth's axis is aboard the who the sun and the periods of daylight and darkness and roughly equal for all parts of Earth. Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and
keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okie dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. That's going to be it for today. I'm not sure if I can get through much more. But that was some interesting fun facts about stars and the planet. I think we will cover more later on. I hope you all liked and enjoyed and have a great, a wonderful weekend. I hope you all have a great 4th of July, which we will probably talk about later. Unless I already did that, then we might not. Or we might. We will see. Okay. Bye for now. Okie dokie, artichokey. It's time for an ad break class sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okie dokie, Artichokey. Ah, uh, break, it's now. I hope y'all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.